and welcome to Monday's Hometown Headlines newscast. John Drucker Miller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Let's jump right into it. Number one business news today. Texas-based Bucky's plans to open a mega convenience store in 2021 in the Calhoun area. It's the latest in Northwest Georgia's growth surge of so-called upscale convenience store. This one, by the way, is going to be massive. Also, dining news today from uptown to down home. What people are saying on Facebook about two newcomers, one being Aventine on West 3rd, the other, the Farmhouse Kitchen in Armurchi. Business news today, a brisk start for the Christmas tree season. You've seen a lot of them on top of roofs over the weekend. Also, business news, the latest closing on Broad Street. This one is Level Up Arcade, also in the 200 block of Broad Street. Updates on the Saturday night shooting of the armed robbery at the convenience store in South Rome. The uh, clerk has been treated and released from Floyd Medical Center. The parade season starts tonight. First up, Somerville and Adairsville bundle up. It'll be 37 degrees at parade time with the breezes out there. Look for a gust and a wind chill of about 34 degrees. Rome's parade is Tuesday night. By the way, if you can't make it, it will be available on Facebook Live. Also, Cardinal's parade is on Thursday. Our daily features, of course, the newscast. You're listening to that. We'll have a rant in a few minutes on Brian Kemp's Senate decision. Also, the Wear Mechanical Weather Center forecast today's high 45 degrees. Get this, the wind chill probably will not get above 40 degrees now through midday on Tuesday. Obituaries, we say farewell to Paul Allen Allison, Mrs. Deborah North, Mrs. Virginia Louise Wheeler. Also, dining news returns tomorrow, public health and rest- restaurant inspection scores. And don't forget, Greater Community Bank brings you the Crime Watch Report with updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties. Truett's Chick-fil-A Sports Report. Don't forget this coming Saturday night, the SEC Championship. Georgia versus LSU, 4 p.m. from the expensive car stadium down in Atlanta. TV, by the way, will be on CBS. The ACC Championship, Clemson versus Virginia, 7.30 p.m. on ABC Saturday night. We break down all the conference championships, which begin, believe it or not, on Friday night. The Atlanta Falcons are off Sunday. They play this coming Sunday, 1 p.m. versus the Panthers. And we have John McClellan's penultimate high school playoff picks for Friday night. As you know, Northwest Georgia's impressive streak of state title bids has come to an end. So we look at who else is still in the contest. They'll play in the championships, by the way, December 13th and 14th. Also, community sports today. Don't forget Harvin Clinic's Jingle Jog this coming Saturday in Cartersville. Also, December 14th is the Rome Half Marathon, that race coming up at State Mutual Stadium. All right, our rant of the day, we'll call this one, There's a Reason They Call Him Governor. In addition to the world's greatest audience and the paychecks, the things we miss the most about our radio gig are many of our guests. Among the top five over eight years were the repeat customers known as Johnny Isaacson and Brian Kemp. Both brought energy, opinion, introspective, and they had some amusing answers to our less than amusing questions. Were we behind the radio microphone this morning, you'd be hearing from Brian Kemp. The reason is the bedlam behind the pending appointment of Johnny Isaacson's replacement in the U.S. Senate, an official announcement that is due later this week, but the news already is out. Kemp will pick Kelly Loeffler, a financial executive with conservative leanings. Trump, Donald Trump, we should say, who met with Kemp more than a week ago, instead favors U.S. Representative Doug Collins out of Gainesville. Collins, much like Georgia's other U.S. Senator, David Perdue, is in lockstep with Trump. Kemp sees Loeffler as a candidate 
who can win and who can bridge a widening gap between state Republicans and women voters. His close race with Deborah, with uh, Democrat Stacey Abram revealed just how wide that gap is. And by the way, that gap is not closing. Trump supporters are applying pressure and threatening to run a candidate next November to fill the final two years of Isaacson's term. And there are hints that Kemp will now draw a challenger in his re-election bid in 2022. And they remind him that Trump's endorsement sealed his win over presumed favorite Casey Cagle in the GOP primary runoff in 2018. That contest, by the way, basically was decided before Trump's late-in-the-race blessing, but yes, it was frosting on a proverbial cake. On Friday, the AJC plainly stated Kemp had made his choice and it was going to be Loeffler. Kemp, responding to social media criticism, said it was his choice to make and that he was going to ignore the so-called political establishment, to which we say, bravo. Kemp is governor. He knows the state better than most. He masterminded a gubernatorial campaign that defeated the presumed heir to the crown of Nathan Deal and then withstood a furious charge from an expertly orchestrated campaign by Stacey Abramson's. He won Brian Kemp, not Donald Trump, not Doug Collins. This is Brian Kemp's decision to make, and Trump and his supporters need to realize that and back off. And now, the reason, it shows bad leadership on the part of the commander-in-chief. A wise leader trusts his people to do the right thing. In this case, Kemp is the expert on Georgia. Two years ago, few saw Kemp as the next occupant of the governor's mansion. Last night, he and his wife, Marty, welcomed the state into that mansion to celebrate the start of the Christmas season. Kemp, while part of the Republican mainstream, is doing what he thinks is right for his party and for his state. He's the one with the proverbial boots on the ground. He's the one with the state's best interests before him. Let him do as his title says, govern. Just because another political candidate basically shines the president's size 12 shoes doesn't make him the best person for one of the top 100 positions in the country. Since when does someone being a, quote, loyalist, end quote, put them as the top candidate for holding office? A good manager wants someone who is going to give him or her an honest assessment, not a quick nod of approval. Trust us, we've seen yes-men doom several local media properties in recent years. Brian Kemp is facing the real first hurdle of his administration, one that has been created by members of his own party and not the resurgent Democratic Party. He's had to make a tough call, and he's taken the blowback head on. Kemp reminds us of another Georgian who has made a career of doing the right thing, even if it doesn't sit well with all those on the so-called right. That man was, no, that man is Johnny Isaacson. We thank Johnny Isaacson for always putting Georgia first, and we applaud Governor Brian Kemp for doing so as well. This is John Druckenmiller of HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Continuing news updates all day on the website. Please join us there. We open and close as we always do with the stylish renderings of Funky Druck from Harry Musselwhite. Have a great Monday in Northwest Georgia.